When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, this is the CLNS Media Network's Patriots postgame show. Marvin is on. Mike Molino here with you tonight. Marv, the road woes continue for the Patriots as they suffer another loss. Back-to-back losses now. This one tonight to the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, 17-10. to You know, obviously, last week, the loss against the Dolphins, terrible way to end the game. It's a you know, we talk, we've talk, been talking about it all week. Everybody's been talking about it, the miracle in Miami. But then you have a game like tonight where it wasn't really a miracle, but Patriots had a chance to tie this game up. You right. know, if they scored the touchdown, uh, Gaskowski kicks the extra, extra point. You tie the game up, you take it into overtime. But they just weren't able to come get over that hump and get into the end zone. And I think some of that has to attribute to Patriots have a tough time in the red zone. This is a continue, continuous problem that's going on. Uh, there's so many things we could talk about and dissect from this game, but I think 17 to 10, the Patriots take the loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's get right into it. Yeah, Mike, this one, this one hurts. This one hurts again, like you said. Ended the drive, two minutes and 30 seconds left. The ball's in Brady's hands, no timeouts. You look at, you're looking pretty good, and they drove. They drove down the field. Is once you got into you know that red zone area where they struggled. What hurt me the most about that is get the first down, mm-hmm. get the first down. You know, take one shot into the end zone. It didn't work, and it just looked like you know Brady was throwing into double triple coverage with Rob Gronkowski, who wasn't really having a big game. I don't know what the game plan was to have him as a decoy for the first three quarters and really use him in the fourth, but he wasn't really having a great game. And Brady, you know, he made this wasn't his best game. He made some crucial mistakes throughout this game. The offense did in general, but those forced balls to Rob Gronkowski there, I know there's, there's guys that were missing. You know, you, we, we don't know what happened to Josh Gordon. He was nowhere to be found in that drive. Um, we have a comment here talking about where was where was James White. You know, his role has diminished now with Burkhead in the fold of things. So there's so many things we can dissect. But at the end of the day, Mike, Pittsburgh Steelers only put up 17 points. That's it. If you go into this game and I tell you that the Steelers are only going to put 17 points in this game, you should win. <coughs> you should be able to beat this defense and win, and that was not the case tonight. It's, it's very discouraging. Yeah, two names that you definitely just mentioned there, uh, James White and Josh Gordon, didn't really have big roles in this game uh, this evening. Uh, James White – other than the last drive there with the Patriots, they like really needed him to be involved. You know, he, he was on the field for the majority of that fourth quarter. Uh, so he finished the game, seven targets, five receptions, 25 yards. Uh, he only had two carries for 12 yards. And then Josh Gordon, he only saw two targets, one reception, 19 yards. You know, these are two guys that have been a major part of your offense throughout the course of the whole season. I think uh, James White, it's probably leading the league and uh, leading the team, sorry, in receptions uh, since, you know, the start of the season. He's been Tom Brady's probably most reliable option out there. And to see a game like this where 
those two guys aren't heavily involved in the in the offense. You know, whether that's the, it was the game plan to go a different way, whether the Steelers were taking that away. What the Steelers can't take away, though, is who's on the field and who's not. Right. Patriots weren't putting James White on the field. Josh Gordon, maybe he was co- good coverage. Who, who knows? James White wasn't on the field. Burkhead started the game when they came out on offense. Burkhead was the first guy out there. Wasn't Sony Michelle. Wasn't James White. It was Burkhead. So I think this is something you mentioned a little bit. James White probably being taken out of his rhythm, losing playing time to, to Burkhead. Definitely went on. Um, you know, James White had had a monster year this year. I was even, you know, telling saying that he should be a pro bowler, just how big of, of a game of a year he was having with him and Michelle having that back and forth duo. You add a third piece into it, you know, with Burkhead coming back, it takes takes away from his rhythm. And you could see that even times when he caught the ball, I didn't see the the explosiveness. It kind of looked like Wake was hurt a little bit. When he was running, he didn't have <coughs> any explosiveness in there as well. So that was, you know, concerning. But, Mike, let's back to this game, 17-10, Pittsburgh Steelers. On the road, once again, you're struggling. You can't stop. You couldn't stop, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers. Even though they only scored 17 points, they controlled the game. They controlled the clock through the run game. Once again, the run game killed the Patriots. No other than Samuels, their, their rookie. Um, he had 19 carries for 142 yards. Jalen Samuels, you know, Connor's out, and they bring him in, and it's no problem whatsoever. Last week, you couldn't stop. Um, you couldn't stop Frank Gore. You couldn't stop Brandon Bolden. You couldn't stop Kenyon Drake with the Miami Miracle. This year, nothing changes with with Samuels. He got whatever he wanted, 142 yards, this gashing, this defense. And he also did it in the air with two receptions and 30 30 yards as well. This Patriots defense really struggled in all fronts. Yes, Deron Harmon, he had two interceptions this game. Another reason why you shouldn't have lost this game. This game is a game that Patriots should not have won. And you're going to think about these these past two weeks and say, wow, Patriots really blew it. Yeah, and I mean, it's to me, it's the defense. Obviously, if you say 17 points, that doesn't seem like a lot. But just throughout the course of the game, one thing that I definitely noticed is the Pittsburgh Steelers had a lot of long drives. A lot of times when they had the ball thing, especially to start the game, they had a long drive, and the Patriots could not get them off the field. Now, obviously, Pittsburgh converting those long drives into points, that's another conversation to have, you know, Boswell missing kicks and whatnot. But the Patriots – The game was there for you. The Patriots, it, like you said, the, the game was right there for them. And – to be in a position where, yes, the off the defense, you know, had a couple of mishaps uh, by letting this Pittsburgh Steelers chew up a lot of clock to stay on the field. You know, the offense takes some fault as well because ten points just just isn't going to cut it. No, nope. against most teams, it's not going to cut it. But it definitely against the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're probably going to have to go put up twenty, maybe thirty plus. Ten points is not going to cut it. And the game started off great. You thought, you know, the Patriots, okay, that that huge touchdown to to Hogan to start it off when right. he was wide open, hit the end zone. You probably figured, all right, you know, Patriots probably got the going to have the defense on their toes. Though, <clears throat> excuse me, the whole day. It was there was not much more the same after that touchdown. The Patriots really struggled getting into a rhythm. You know, Sony Michelle, thirteen carries for fifty nine yards. You know, a couple spurts here and <clears throat> here and there when he looked good, but. Struggled all around offensively, defensively. 
one highlight, you know, on the special team where they had the punt that uh, was saved by, who was it? I think it was between Burkhead and uh, Slater was out there. I forgot who the third guy was, but that was a good special team move right there. Other than that, defensively, offensively, struggles all around. And this is too much of a common theme for the Patriots because I'm sitting here looking at this team. This is me personally. If you're talking about the elite teams in the, in the league, this team re- really hasn't shown me that they're one of the elite. They have a good re- good record. Nine and five, the road record sucks. Three and five on the road, it's not elite team status. Nine and five, yeah, that's pretty solid. You'll make the playoffs. But being compared to the Chiefs, the Saints, the Rams, are the Patriots up there with them in that category? You can't say they are. I mean, this is a team that's on a two-game losing streak and can't figure it out <clears throat> on the red zone at all, Mike. One thing that was very concerning to me was the penalties that were happening in this game. You know, we're going to talk about this last drive. There were several holding penalties on the offense that brought them back, that messes up the rhythm, the distance that you need. So penalties was huge this game. It really messed up Patriots on both both sides of the field. They had a time when they had a a pass interference as well. So we – you can see improvements in this game. If you want to talk anything optimistic, J.C. Jackson, you know, he had he had a pretty good game. He had some stops against um, Juju Smith-Schuster when we were saying, you know, J.C. Jackson, he could be a guy down the line. You're going to have to need him to make big plays. He made a big play. The defense, although they weren't great, 17 points is 17 points. Yeah. <laughs> Brady, once again, man, you know, this is the second week in a row where before the half, we have a chance to score, even if it's just three points, and there was a turnover of some sort. Last week against Miami, he took the sack when he shouldn't have taken a sack in the game. With He didn't know we didn't have any timeouts. We went into halftime. This week was the interception that he threw. That that was a killer because that's three points you, you can get right there going into the half. And Patriots didn't recover. They could not score whatsoever. Zero points in the second quarter. I heard that was like the first time in what two years that they weren't able to score in the second in the second quarters. These are unheard of things that are starting to happen now on the regular for this offense. Yeah, and a, a guy that's mentioned here in the comments, Trent Brown, he had a rough game. Big bad game. Rough Trent game Brown. that, you know, because of his penalties, definitely put the Patriots in tough positions where they could have moved the ball up, they could have scored or whatnot. Penalties really played a huge part. And I mean this is a team that throughout the years, oh, they don't commit a lot of penalties. They're doing everything right. You know, they don't make too many mistakes. You know, a lot of hype was was thrown to, to the Patriots' way when they had that drive where uh, fourth down Brady and the offense was on the field. And as the play clock is going, you know, they shift. The, right. the punting, uh, the special teams unit comes out, you know, and, oh, if you listen to Romo, excuse me, oh, the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life, the Patriots. Oh, how Romo, love, Romo loved that play. Romo loved that. So, I mean, to see the penalties, like you said, it's happening on a consistent basis where it's really putting the Patriots in a bad spot. Also mentioned in the comments from Dreamville, drops. Drops. Killed, drops. killed, killed third down plays. Killed momentum. Drops from Gordon. Drops yep. from Edelman. Edelman. You know, like you said, the exact word, momentum. Killed the momentum for the Patriots a lot. So, does Brady take some of the bra- uh, some blame? Yes, he can. But also, you want to look at your receivers and say, "Hey, if Brady's going to put the ball right here for you to catch it, and it hits your hands, 
those catches have to be made in, in big games. This, this is not, you know, this is not a game against the Jets. This is a big game to solidify your your standing. And like mentioned earlier, this is a wild card team now. This is a team that has proven that they can't win on the road. It is proven you can't win on the road. You faced a bad Miami team that got obliterated this week. Sure <laughs> they got obliterated. <laughs> and then you face a good, you face a struggling Pittsburgh Steelers team that's lost three in a row. This is a team where if you jumped on them early, you were going to be able to <coughs> take it, it. Was They were going to back off. You know, the playoffs was looking real grim for them. And now you gave them life. There's a lot of there's a lot of things, Mike, going down down the road here that Patriots need to work on. The penalties have been a problem constantly. Um, offensive red zone. Rob, Rob Gronkowski, what is he going to be for you going down the stretch? You know, he wasn't even targeted at all in the first half. Not a factor. This is a game where Josh Gordon should have exploded. This is a game where Josh Gordon should have had all the time in the world, only two targets in this game. And, and in the fourth, the fourth down, I mean, sorry, the fourth quarter, that last possession, Gordon was nowhere to be found. Not once was the ball even thrown his way. And this is a guy where if you need to throw the ball down the field, they had the one play where Brady launched it, and I'm looking, okay, he's launching the ball, but it's to Hogan. Right. So where's Josh Gordon in these situations? Obviously, you could have these. Who had a big game last week. He sure did. You have these jump ball situations, and they're not even looking at Gordon. If it's a one-on-one situation, look at Gordon, and that's not what was happening in this game. It's very confusing to me as to why Gordon was a non-factor. You know, again, if the Steelers were doing something defensively to take them out the game, possibly, but two targets? Two targets. Unacceptable. And, no. And it's funny, man, beginning of the year, he's throwing the ball to Gordon way too much. He's force-feeding Gordon way too much. And then all of a sudden, in key moments, yes, I know Edelman's been there. Yeah. Edelman's been your guy. Yes, Gronk has been your steady guy. But it seemed like they were forced. Yeah, They were double, triple coverage. Those times you got to look elsewhere and let's not yes the offensive line with the penalties was bad but brady had all the time in the world to throw the ball in in those last drives he had all the time in the world to scan if there's a double coverage let's move on to the next man and he wasn't doing that he force fed it to gronk to the end zone where at that point you just need to get the first down get the first down try to go out of bound and live to live for another down and that wasn't the case you know force feeding it to him on second down third down and that fourth down to edelman it just it, it wasn't going to work no longer. You know, obviously this game doesn't close the case on the Patriots' seasons. This, this, this loss doesn't mean the Patriots are done. But I'm seeing in the comments that some of you are very close to pretty much throwing in the towel on the Patriots' season. I'm reading a comment here. Clifton says this team will not make this year's Super Bowl. The defense is garbage. Gronk is MIA. Josh Gordon dropping a big, like, are we really saying that this team is just, it's just not it? It's just not not happening this year? Are we ready to make that declaration today, just based off this loss? I know a lot of people are doing it in the comments. It's tough. <laughs> you know, you don't want to let go. You know, you have the nostalgic feeling about the Patriots. You know that they're going to make adjustments. You know that you, you're, hoping, still, yeah. you're hoping, you know, two weeks in, they can correct some things going into the playoff. But then you just see what's on paper. You see what's in front of you, and it's just not working. 
You should you should have came off this game after you you played pretty well offensively against Miami. You should have came off this game and capitalized more, and you did not. You know, the running backs didn't look great today. The receivers had drops. The offensive line had penalty. Your quarterback didn't have a great game. Defensively, I know Harmon had a good game. Gilmore had a good good game. McCourty, McCourty, McCourty was getting chewed. Yummy, yummy, yummy. That's all the Steelers kept saying. Yum, 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 yum. Eating. Eating him up. And James Washington, their rookie, three receptions, 65 yards. A.B., four receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Schuster, four yards and 40. Big Ben looked great. Oh, yeah. He was – his accuracy uh, for for to start the game, I think he was at least 12 or 14. And then at one point he was 20 of 26. Right. It ended off not a great game, you know, not fantastic numbers, 22 for 34, 230-plus <coughs> yards, two touchdowns and interception, two interceptions. But when he needed to, he was dissecting this Patriots defense, targeting, you know, the third um, corner, whether it was Jones, whether it was McCourty, whoever it was, he was targeting him. And those guys were getting open. You could see it here. All those receivers I just named, three receptions, four receptions. He was spreading the ball out there sure and getting get it to the right spots. Tight ends, Vance McDaniels, that that touchdown he got in the red zone over Chung. That's Huge. another another concern. You know, the tight ends have been able to have their way against the Patriots when they wanted to. You know, well, I think we had this conversation a little bit last week, and I'm going to bring it up again. I know Rex, Rex Burkhead is back from injury. I know that. And he's, a, you know, another running back that you could depend on. But I think these are the words that we said last week on the show. If it ain't broke, don't fix, don't it. fix it. You found so much success with the combination consistently of Sony Michelle and James White. To the point where we were having a competition, a contest to see who could come up with the best nickname for that tandem. That tag team of Sony Michelle and James White. Now Burkhead is back, and it just to me, if you have a guy in James White who's just been so solid all season long, Burkhead has to take a back seat to him. Burkhead has to take a back seat to James White and only be used in situation if James White or Sony Michelle they need a breather, you know. If you need that extra receiver out there, maybe you could spread out, put Burkhead out there to line up too. I'm sorry, but Burkhead does not to, does not need to get a decent amount of snaps right now. James White needs James White and Sony Michelle should be the only guys that are eating up the snaps at the running back position. James White was your number one receiver. He no. was your number one playmaker, and to see that he ends this game. With, you know, five receptions, 25, 25 yards. That's not a James White number. Those 25 yards, that's what I mean. It's not rhythm. He's not in rhythm. It's not as if, you know, the Steelers weren't playing stout defense on the running back. It's just I could – you could just see it. James White looks slow out there. He looked a little sluggish. You had Burkett starting the game. Sony Michelle, he wasn't great as well. He didn't have, you know, those defining runs down there where when – they were in the red zone, and they ran it. He wasn't able to get those extra yardage that you needed. It was, it was just a lot. This game, though, 
of course, we need the rhythm between James White and um, Sony Michelle. But this game compared to last week, I wouldn't put it much on Burkhead. There was so much more going on yeah. with the offense and def defensive side that the Steelers missed a, missed a field goal. Big Ben turned turned the ball over twice to you, and you were still not able to win this game. It's bad. You shouldn't even have to have come back. It shouldn't have been a comeback in this game, and it still happened, and you weren't able to capitalize. Two minutes and 30 seconds to march down the field, and they did great. They did fine going down. Once they got to the 30 yards, 20 yards, that's where they stalled. And be before even getting there, I know, Mike, you were saying as well, once we get to the red zone, it's going to get us. We're gonna have problems, and that's what it was. It's, it's the Patriots are at a point right now, especially when they march into opposing teams' stadiums. They don't strike any fear. Teams don't fear the Patriots anymore. I'm, and I'm solely talking about this season. This year's Patriots team do not strike fear in the eyes of their opponents when they go on the road. You come to Gillette now, that's a whole different situation. Ain't nobody want to mess with Gillette Stadium. But going on the road, you're facing this Patriots team, and you feel they're beatable. There's nothing about them that's really like, ah, here, here come the Patriots. All the Patriots are coming into town. I don't see it. And especially when you have a team like this year's team that has struggled so much in the red zone. I watched them. They had a red zone opportunity. Ran on first down. Ran on second down. And on third down, oh, oh no, Brady threw that interception, bad interception. You, this is a team where you look at the Patriots on paper and they have options. Gronk, Gordon, Edelman, James White, four guys. I don't know if many, many teams have four bona fide options like that that you could depend on. Not many teams have that. You know, Steelers, maybe, uh, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith. Uh, they don't have Le'Veon anymore. So many teams don't really have that. Patriots have options, and they're not doing anything with these guys, especially in the red zone. And it's struggling, and it's very tough to watch and see. You're talking about a game with wildcard where you could be facing maybe a Ravens team. Maybe you could you could face the Chargers. Oh, I mean, Please. Whether you whether you have home court or not, it doesn't these teams don't fear you at all. Because now you're vulnerable. You've shown that you're vulnerable throughout this whole year. You've lost to bad teams, you've lost to good teams. So going into Gillette, no one fears you. And your offense has has not shown that it can on a weekly basis score 25 plus. You know, there was a streak where they, they were going 30, 30 games. And then once they went back on the road, it hurt. Yeah, it, it just stalled again. So none of these teams are really are going to fear the Patriots. Chargers, very good team. They go into I Gillette. Like the Chargers a lot. Ravens, they they have history with New England. They're not going to fear New England no matter what. And then the teams knocking on the door. You have the Colts, the Titans, Dolphins, and Browns. We're not even going to we're not going to match it done. But these are <coughs> any team here can beat you. Titans, we can laugh about it, but they beat you. They Boy, beat they. you. They have the confidence. They have the blueprint. So right now, playoffs are looking scary. I know you were trying to say, are we trying to write this team off right now? That's going to be the talk. That's going to sure be because whatever happens these next two weeks doesn't mean anything to me. 
You can blow out the Bills and the Jets, and I won't give a damn. It won't mean nothing. Those are not two good teams. This Steelers game was going to be the defining moment of the season. How are you going to bounce back from Miami? And they fell. They fell flat they on the face. They fell flat on the face from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. Other than that first play that they did with Chris Hogan, which was a blown coverage from the Steelers, you see that they cleaned themselves up and they handled business. Patriots are not able to do it. So we can have our show next week, Mike. Patriots win. And everyone's going to be like, oh, Gronk, two touchdowns. Oh, at Gordon came back. You're not fooling me. <laughs> you're not fooling me until the playoffs come because now you're not feeling facing any real opponents until three weeks from now. Very true. I mean, the most they can get out of the next couple of games coming up, obviously if they win, who cares? It's the Jets and the the the, the Bills. The most you can hope for out of those next two games is at least – Try to clean up some of the stuff that has been troubling this team. If you get down in the red zone against the Jets and the Bills, you need to convert. Obviously, they're not as good as the Steelers or the Chargers or the other teams that you could potentially face in the playoffs. But if you have an opportunity to work on the different things that each week we talk about, the Patriots are struggling in the red zone, the secondary, uh, you know, the different things. Correct them against these next two opponents. And if that amounts to blowout wins, sure. Obviously, it doesn't matter. Your Patriots are going to be in the playoffs regardless. But you need to take the opportunity against these bad teams to correct what has been, you know, the problems. You know, if they lock up the division, whatever, they secure their playoff spot, clinched, cool. You know, I know. I think some people like when at the end of the season when – you know, teams that have secured a playoff spot and whatnot, guys probably get benched. Oh, you don't need to play, play Brady. You know, they already got the playoff spot. Save Brady for the for the play. Not none of that. None of that this year. Play out the season. You know, obviously you hope that injuries or whatnot doesn't come the team's way. Nobody wants to see that. But you need to make sure that these next two games against these opponents that you usually dominate, you try to play as perfect Patriots football as possible because. The play that we saw last week against Miami, the play that we saw in this game against the Steelers from start to finish offensively and defensively, they're not going to carry you deep into playoff football. It's just not going to happen. Nope. And now you you play the you play the game of you know oh if this team loses maybe you can get bumped up maybe. You they have, you have no, no control you anymore. You have no control. You have to win out these next two games. As a football fan, outside of this, this is exciting. This is the first time where the AFC is like anyone can be can pop off. You know, you saw that Kansas City now, they've they shown to be a little vulnerable. Chargers are looking like the team on the uprise to, that could possibly be a Super Bowl contender. So, you know, the AFC, anyone could be anywhere yeah. at this point in time. And it's rare. Usually by week 11, week 12, pitchers pretty know where they stand. Number one, number two seed. Let's let's get it. Let's, we're going to get the bye week. Cruise, cruise to the end. There's no cruising here. No. There's a lot of things to be fixed. Um, a lot of people talking about Josh McDaniels. I was trying to tell, tell you guys about Josh McDaniels when they were winning. When they were winning. And I was doing the same thing about Matt Patricia for a while, too. He <laughs> out to go. So Josh McDaniels. 
<laughs> I was trying to tell you guys about Josh McDaniels when they were having 40-point blowouts. I still didn't like the play call. But, hey, it's starting to show now. You know, these, these play calls, it's starting to get, I don't know about this game, I feel like this was more on Brady, especially the last drive, the force feeding, force feeding it to Rob Gronkowski in the end zone, where it was nowhere. There was nowhere to throw the ball, and some of them were just throwaways. But yeah, I think a couple of those passes in the end zone, you didn't necessarily need to. Yes, a touchdown would be great, but you still had that cushion there. If you just picked up the first down, you get a chance four fresh downs to work with, and then Brady opted to just. Toss it in the end zone, he overdue Gronk, throwing in the bad coverage. Like, yeah, sometimes it's okay to say, hey, Brady takes some blame. I think we've seen a lot of times where Marv or myself, you know, we'll get crucified if we say Brady had a bad game or Brady made a mistake. It's okay. It's all right. Do you want to hear that? Do you want to see that? Do you want to believe it? No. People want to see, you know, Pats Nation, they want to see Brady be Brady, the GOAT that we all know him to be. But if mistakes are made, bad plays, bad passes, it's okay to talk about it because they did take place in this game where Brady made some mistakes and it cost the Patriots some points. Jay Caesar asks, Mike, how many seasons do you honestly think Brady has left? Last season, right. you would look at Brady and say, okay, he definitely has a couple more years. This season... I'm not saying Brady sucks. He still, I choose him over many quarterbacks in the league. Be careful what you're about to say here, Mike. I'm not saying Brady sucks. But obviously this year, if you've been, if you've honestly been watching Patriots football, like take being a Patriots fan out of it, whatever. If you've just been watching Brady over the years and you watch him this season, there is a little difference in his play. Okay. Has he fallen off a cliff? Does he suck now? Does he need to answer retire Answer the question, tomorrow? Mike. How long do you think Brady's playing? Sheesh. Answer the question. Two. Three max. I say two more years. Two? I mean, maybe I, I don't see him playing for three years. That 45 all. thing's not happening. I think he's really fixed on playing, and as long as he's fixed on playing, he's going to play. But At an years. elite level. Would you call what he's doing this year Brady at an elite level? To his standards, no. No. To his standards, no. He's still a, he's still a great a great quarterback. I don't see him playing three years. Next year, you know, we'll probably get them if he can stay upright. Forty two year old quarterback. Yeah, forty two. Wow, like it's it's, it's like been, weird to say. It's 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 that's you old. don't say you don't say that forty two year old quarterback. Your starting quarterback for the 2019 season. That's it's never been done before. You know, we're not trying to, but you know, I just want to ask that question okay. to have a little fun, but we're not trying to write off Brady. Not at all. Not we're at not all. We're not trying to write it off. I mean, at the end of the day, he's still slinging the ball. We still saw even during this game when he needed to make throws to Edelman and stuff, he got it done. It's just when it got to the red zone, the <laughs> The offense stalled, and this has been a problem all year. So the fact that it hasn't been corrected yet is very concerning. Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, they really need to figure out what is going on. You got two punching bags coming up these next couple of weeks. 
hammer that and figure out some packages. This is a game where, you know, I might have liked to see a little more Corderell Patterson. He's a guy that if things are not going the right way, you throw him the ball, hopefully something good happens. You know, you saw the um, there was a third down in the fourth quarter where they threw a screen pass to Edelman that didn't work. I would have liked to see maybe Cordero Patterson in that package instead. Maybe he will give you – he's bigger, a little stronger. He would have got, gotten you that maybe. Just utilize all your offensive weapons. You know, Devlin's great. He's been he's been awesome these past couple of weeks. But maybe not throw the screens to him and give it to another person who it, – it, use Burkhead in the Devlin role. Why True. not? True. He's more of a you, playmaker, yeah. Use that Burkhead in the Devlin role. He can go out there and get you a little more yard yardage out there. That way you're not messing up the rhythm between Michelle and White. Hey, but I'm not an offensive coordinator. What do I know? <laughs> well, at the end of the day, all you could chalk it up as the Patriots take the loss to the Steelers 17 to 10. It's also two losses in a row. Patriots record now stands at Nine and five, three and five on the road. I think we could get into the starting sorries. I'm already seeing a comment from our guy Clifton saying there are no, no stars. stars. No stars oh, from this game. Goodness. Uh if we have to give a start, though, you definitely have to give one to Harmon. His two interceptions yes, were huge. Definitely. Obviously. Harmon, he's the king of getting rebounded interceptions, reflections, whatever it is, Harmon's always at the right place at the right time. And Harmon should be a star. He he gave you the ample opportunity yeah. to come back into this turnovers. Game. Get the that's ball what back. you that's what you want. You want it to cause turnovers. You know Big Ben is good for it. He gave you two. The Patriots weren't able to capitalize. Harmon's definitely a star of the game. And I'm trying to honestly think about a, another star. I mean, Edelman, seven receptions, 90 yards. Burkhead, nothing wild. For me personally, it's just Harmon. I'm with you. Uh, anybody who feels that Harmon is a star of the game, you know, I see another one here for Gilmore. Gilmore, definitely honorable mention. Yeah. Gilmore, Gilmore's been played a, well, a great game. It's a tough matchup, you yep. know, going against arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game today. I think Gilmore held his own, you know, Antonio Brown, four receptions, 49 yards, did have that one touchdown. I I would say that's a good a good day of work for Gilmore, holding Antonio Brown to that. Any other stars you want to mention? No. <laughs> well, then we could get right into it because I know we got a lot to come up. When there's a good... There's the bad. And when you're bad on this show, you all know we tell you sorry. sorry. Is anybody that right off the top? Oh, I got one. Let me let me get right into it. Get right to it. Jason McCourty. Whooshy. He had a whooshy. sequence of plays where someone caught the ball over him. I think the guy Samuels stiffed on the hell out of him. Yeah, that was bad. And then on the next play, someone caught the ball over him again. Bang, bang, bang. Dummy, dummy, dummy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it looked bad for McCourty there. It was not a good game from Jason McCourty. He got picked on. Big Ben picked on him bad, and he didn't deliver. You know, McCourty, that, that boy, hot and cold. You never know. Hot and cold. There's, there's times where he shows flashes. He looks real good out there. Like, oh, man, that was a good pickup. And then he looks like 
oh man, he should be playing for the Cleveland Brown. Oh wait, he was. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, you play. You had that uniform on, so sometimes a little bit of the suckiness gonna follow you. Maybe just and, a tad. He brought it in. Gordon was dropping passes. That uh, someone mentioned it too. I think all the Cleveland's. I'll go back and give them credit. Someone mentioned like all the Cleveland players have just been kind of sorry lately. Like Shelton, what happened to Shelton? He's just lost a lot. He's, he's getting a lot of healthy scratches because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Maybe maybe Patriots should stop stop playing messing with these Brown players. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so going into sorries, um, got the, another one here. Unless you want one, go, go well. ahead. Uh, Jay Caesar, 23, big one here. Trent Brown. Yeah, the offensive line. Game. Trent offensive Brown. Offensive line. Offensive line Cannon, in total, though. All, you know, Tooney. All these guys are having penalties, penalties, yeah. penalties, which were drive killers. I was going to say the offense in, in general. Yeah, because I was thinking Gordon, but I was like, is it really Gordon or it's just the offense, the play <laughs> calling? This is, this is the game, you know. Last week, the media was all saying, oh, man. Patriots struggle in Miami. They struggle. Miami is a close one. And they proved the media right. You know, Patriots struggled and they lost. This week, media will say, oh, man, Brady in the offense. They be killing the Steelers. <laughs> oh, they be killing them. Brady has a field day against the 10 points. 10 points. And, you know, from the looks of it, you had all your guys. You had your, all your guys there, all the weapons. You had opportunities to score and you left it out on the table. Yeah. This, this offense, Josh McDaniels, Brady, Edelman, Gronk, the whole team, the offensive line, everybody can get it. They all get sorries for pathetic. Other than my guy, Chris Hogan. My guy. One big play. My guy, what Chris. freaking do. My guy, Chris Hogan. My guy, man. I'd he say. had that one big play. And then he had another play where he caught the ball and the guy just collapsed to the floor. Like <laughs> it looked like this his second catch. It looked like he could have broke the tackle if you don't remember what we're talking about. And then someone from the field just sniped his knee and he just dropped. <laughs> it was bad. It but was Chris bad. Hogan had a decent game. Obviously, he's the one who got the touchdown. We don't want to give him a sorry. But everyone else, man, on that offensive team, you get a big fat old sorry. That's, it's a sad day when you have to give the offense the whole a sorry. Offense as a collective. That's terrible. Terrible, sad day when you have to do that. What do we got here? It's almost 106 yards in penalties. Disgusting. Um, Boswell, Boswell, on the side, yeah, he he he's gonna be out of a job. He almost is gonna be a star if the Patriots won. True for us, Ryan Allen, his sorry punts. Yeah, Ryan Allen hasn't had a great year in he general. Could, he could go to, you know what? Ryan Allen hasn't had a great year. And, and Stephen Guskowski sometimes to me, he's not too far behind. <laughs> but Ryan Allen, thanks for your time, but I think. Patriots should move on and look for the uh, new kicker because Ryan Allen, little wishy-washy. Um, I can't think of any other sorries. Do we have any more? I, there was a, there's a lot of stuff that was wrong in this game. A lot of Patriots players, the coaches, sorries all around. Uh, but, again, at the end of the day, this is now two losses in a row, games where you should have won. Which, which game should you have won like, 
definite, far-gone conclusion? Is it obviously last week against Miami or this week? Last week, you just had a bad play that just cost you the you game. You should have won last week. This week. You should have won this week. Honestly, they're on the same could, level. Or? Could you say they're on the same level? Because last week, you had the game won. Yeah. The game was won. You just needed to stop a fluke play. This week, Steelers only put up 17 points. And you had a chance to tie it up to go into go into overtime. I mean, last week hurts more because it's against a sorry ass Dolphins team. True. That are not going anywhere. That won't ever go anywhere as long as they have that that team constructed the way they are. Yeah. So that we'll remember the Miami Miracles for a long time. Absolutely. Uh so next week again, Patriots are headed to Sorry, Patriots will be home against the Buffalo Bills. And like I said, use that game to correct your issues. Try to get back on the winning side of things. Um, Regardless of the score, you won't be seeing a happy me. I won't. It won't mean nothing to me. These last two weeks are defining moments of the season. Whatever happens, they can beat the Bills 50-0, to zero, Mike. I'm not going to come here and say the Patriots have righted the ship. Yeah, you know, being 2-2 two and two out of the bye week right now, it's not what people envisioned, uh, but Patriots got some work to do if they want to try to make any noise. You know, again, not writing this team. I'm not. I'm not writing this team off yet. I know a lot of you were doing that in the comments. You know, this, this team still has a chance. They have a fighting chance, just like any other team. Obviously, some teams are up here. Some teams are trying to work on things. Uh, it remains to be seen, but. If we want to shift gears just for a little bit. Oh, you was thinking what I was thinking? We want to shift gears just for a little bit. For those of you who've been following Marv and myself for a while, you know, we've been doing this Patriots post-game show uh, live on YouTube. You know, we've been doing our podcast, different things with CLNS. We are bringing an old show, but a brand new show back. We are resurrecting it. Old for us, new to you. True. Double M Media is on the way. Double M, Marv, myself. We also have a new face that will be showing up very shortly, joining our tandem here, making us a trio. Uh, be on the lookout for that coming up real soon. But we won't get into that too much. I mean, I'm just going to say, I'm going to get a little teaser. Tease it out. A little, a little teaser. You know, we hear we do Patriots, but. We don't only watch Patriots. That's true. You know, I watch I watch a little basketball. I talk a little Kyrie. You know, so I know Mike's a baseball guy. I watch some movies. I read comic books. I Listen, see what's I see what's going on in, outside in the world. Very true. The music that's being played. What if we were able to have a chance to talk about that a little bit? So all of you who sit here and like to talk Patriots with us, you want to talk basketball? You want to talk baseball? You want to talk music? You want to talk movies? Have that conversation with Marvin and I. You know, like I said, coming up real soon, we want you guys to be a part of that, just like you've been holding it down with us here on the post-game show. Uh, so stay tuned. And thank you all, man, for always commenting, always making this show live. We can't get through every comment, but we read them all. Hey, some of you guys are yes. hilarious. Man. Keep it going. We appreciate every single one who comments. So, yeah, with that being said, Again, this has been the Patriots post-game show. 
powered by CLNS Media, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all professional sports. Marvin is on. I am Mike Molyneux. We will see you guys next week.